0: Cotney Attorneys and Consultants is dedicated to helping the construction industry with legal, business, and safety challenges. Welcome to this week's episode of Law & Mortar with John Kenney and Trent Cotney.
1: Hey, this is Trent Cotney, CEO of Cotney Attorneys and Consultants. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Law and & Mortar. And as always, I've got John Kenney, CEO of our consulting group. John, how are you doing today? Doing
0: fantastic. Great to be here.
1: Another, another week
0: winding down.
1: Yep, getting close to the end of the year. Many of you are on calendar year, so if you're, you know, like us, we're working on uh, getting everything in the books, making sure that we're crossing our T's and dotting our I's for year end. Um, But there has been a lot of news going on. So first thing I've been getting some calls on is uh, recently the Senate um, passed a a resolution about um, the OSHA Emergency Temporary Standard and the other uh, vaccine mandates that were out there, basically saying that, uh, going against the Biden administration as it relates to that. Um, this, my opinion is that this was largely a political move. The reality is, is that Biden could veto it anyway. Uh, but you know, I I, I I don't I don't put a lot of a lot of stock into it. But it is kind of interesting because I do think the majority of employers out there don't feel very strongly about a lot of these regulations and rules that are coming out because mm-hmm. it's a burden. You know, it doesn't matter if you're for it or against it, it's still a pain. So, you know, John, what was your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, I think it definitely is a political statement and it's gets to the house. It's going to die anyways, for sure. But I agree with you. It is, a it's a burden to employees one way or the other. And I'm not really, you know, I'm not going to be pro or negative on it um, as far as what it is, but we've got to somewhere in Going into our third season of COVID in this country, we got to start moving ahead smartly. And, you know, we'll see.
1: Yeah, you know, um, I, I believe that in short order, they are going to redefine the term fully vaccinated to include the booster shot. Um, and I, I would be surprised if the European countries don't kind of lead the way. Uh with that designation. Um it's a lot more difficult to travel over there. You need a lot more uh you know testing and other documentation to show that that you know you've gotten vaccinated. So I could see it starting over there, but ultimately I think you know that definition is going to change here shortly. Well, if I'm
0: not mistaken, didn't New York City put a regulation in that all private employers, it's mandated now? Yeah, absolutely.
1: City? And you know, yeah. to me that's that's a little bit of a knee-jerk reaction in response to Omicron um you know it's it's very interesting to to see that so um yeah we'll see if that stands up because I assume that there'll be you know some of those private employers are going to challenge that I'm assuming judicially as well so yeah very interesting you'll
0: hit more headlines next week on it
1: yeah absolutely so next thing I want to mention to our listeners is is a contract clause one that um catches a lot of a lot of contractors off guard because they're not paying attention to it but it's commonly referred to as a cross default clause and what it says in a construction contract it says that if I've got multiple contracts with you for different projects if you default on one I can take it out of your hide on the other one Um, and this comes into play with setoffs and back charges um, you know terminations so they can terminate you on multiple projects uh, I really recommend that you try to strike through that provision because there's a, just a lot of risk. If you go south on one, you don't want to you know, lose the rest of the job. So, John, did you ever encounter those types of clauses back in your contractor days?
0: Yeah, actually, it's, uh, it's a good one. Um, this is going back quite a ways, too, probably close to 20 years. So this is nothing new. It's been around. Um, I had a contract for a general contractor on a very large project here in the south. Uh, It was probably three or $4 million roofing project, right? That did not have it in it. Another project that we were awarded, not why this one was just getting ready to come off, which was probably only a $50,000, $60,000 roofing contract had that clause in it. And we picked it up because we realized what was going on. We, you know, figure you miss it in a little one and it ties you back to the big one, which had all the liquidated damages and everything into it. So, you know, it's... It's not good. You got to be careful with it. So like you say, it doesn't necessarily need to be in the first one. It could be in any one of the ones you're signing for
1: somebody that hooks you on all of them. Very tricky. Uh, watch out for it And in, in master subcontract agreements. You know, I, I I may know someone that puts that in their master subcontract agreements for for uh, roofing contractors that are looking to hire subs. So uh, <laughs> You know, it's definitely definitely one of those provisions that you want to have in, in there if you're doing stuff downstream, if you're receiving it from your customer, you want to strike through it. Um, next week, uh, we're getting real close to, uh, you know, Christmas here, but you and I are both incredibly busy. Um, why don't you tell everybody what you've got going on next week, and then I'll hit them up with the stuff. Sure. Else.
0: I got, uh, I have two uh, speaking uh, webinars with the Kentucky Roofing Association on Tuesday and Wednesday. <clears throat> Thursday, I have a uh, webinar with the North Texas on safety, regular monthly. Um, there's one more there. I can't remember what it is, but I have one more coming up. And even the following week, you and I both have them. So I, I know you're just as booked.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh, I'm also speaking for the Kentucky Association. And then I know at the end of the week, there's uh, Advanced ocean Tactics for NRCA. Um, and, I uh, got another one, uh, with a manufacturer that I'm, I'm going to do for Owens Corning, which I think is going to be real good. So, uh, yeah, busy, busy week, you know, ending, ending the year up strong. I, I haven't done all the math on it yet, but confident that we've done 60 or 70 each, uh, webinars and <laughs> seminars this year. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> constantly doing them, but a uh, great way to educate and hear what's going on. So and a few live in between whatever few live we could get. Yeah. Into yeah yeah it's been been crazy. um so um we're we are having some holiday sales, and I think it's kind of worth noting on our our site shopcotany.com. Why don't you tell everybody about that, John?
0: Yeah, we're going to have a a pretty deep discount on buying multiple parts and pieces, package deals coming up um especially on the training and also on documents. We're going to have some special bundles going out next week, um like a subcontract agreement special with other and we have a contract clause special going out. And we've got some more uh, HR stuff, plus our uh, estimating training. Um, Had a lot of calls this week with people. I've been on and off the phone that are really interested in starting out the new year with training. I'm happy to hear that. Um, And we've got uh, project management coming out at the end of the month. It's about halfway through. I viewed it yesterday. It's coming out fantastic. So I will give a plug for that. In uh, January, we're going to have a RLW with Roofers Coffee Shop, and it's strictly going to be on our training. We're going to walk you through all the modules on the training. It's going to really be
1: good. Yeah, for those of you listening to this, this stuff's cutting edge. I mean, there's nobody out there doing this kind of stuff. The production value is top-notch, and we're looking to integrate technology to even go beyond what's there now. So, um, really recommend that you check it out. You can go to our YouTube channel or social media, and you'll see some demos on it. Uh, As a layperson, I was absolutely blown away with um, just the, the, like I said, the production value, absolutely incredible. Um, it's, it's pretty hard not to be interested in the, in the subject once you're watching it. So definitely recommend estimating yep. or project management, make sure you check it out. We're going to have more offerings next year. I'll kick one thing
0: onto the end of that train. If I could just take
1: two seconds. Cause we have more than just roofers on here. Right?
0: So HVAC, we've got that scheduled to launch in February. Uh, we had five people from the industry that are part of an uh, industry association contacted us just this week for uh, drywall and metal stud framing so that we are, we looked into it. There's enough interest. So anybody out there from that end of the industry, hold on. We got it coming your way too, midwinter.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, again, there's nothing out there, you know, that's, that's just it. It's, it's not only is this stuff great, but it fills a gap that hadn't existed. And it's, you really can learn the subject matter and train your people. It's a great onboarding tool as well. So, um, you know, John, now is, is our favorite time. Right? All right. I bet it's question of the day. It is question of the day. And I understand you've got one. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it over to you and let you uh, ask the question this time. Yes, I do.
0: If anybody that's been our loyal listeners knows, I only get to do this when you're on the road. So I'm happy to do this <laughs> with you here today. So I have a question here. Went through the pile, pulled it out. This is from David. Um, David wants to know, and and I think this is more, David's probably, um, this is the employer side of it. So David's an employer and his question is, I have a salesperson that has left my company and there was commission owed. I do not have in my agreement, or I do have in my agreement, I apologize, that it's only you have to be employed to be paid any commissions that are outstanding up to your last day of employment. His question is, well, is that, um, he says, I'm not sure if this was legally written or not, but is that a clause that can help me win this effort? So that's the question of the day. And I
1: think the answer is yes. You know, it, it basically, regardless of whether you have a formal employment agreement or you have a term sheet, that spells out how the commissions are going to be paid if there's contingent on employment. then in certain states, especially at will states, for example, we're talking to you in Florida, Um, then entitlement to stuff after a condition hasn't been met, you kind of lose that ability. Now, there are certain states, you know, obviously if you're in a, you know, collective bargaining agreement with a union or if you're you're in certain states that aren't at will, uh, it might be different. And any terms of any agreement that you got um, may, may change up that, you know, it ends up being, you know, disputes here and there. But generally speaking, terms, your terms govern. So everybody's on the same page with regard to that. And if uh, a condition isn't met, then that's part of the game. So is that your experience, John? Yeah, exactly. As a matter of fact,
0: I'm actually on the opposite end of it where I'm, uh, I've am i been doing some expert work for, for another uh, uh, company in this, just exactly what you said. And, and, and it came out, come out exactly that way. The agreement was well written. It wasn't a non-bargaining type state at will. And he had a whole group and a whole group of uh, salespeople moved on to another company, you know, took clients. But the problem was the point was they were trying to collect all back money owed on the sales they made before they actually. So they left and then the sales they made, the work was done later, but it was pretty solid. You know, it said that you had to be employed at the time the job was completed and paid. And that's when you got your commission. So it ended up uh, being in the favor of the employer, which which it should have. It was a well-written agreement.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And again, you know, every situation is different. If you've got one out there that, that uh, you need some specific advice on, feel free to give us a call. Happy to walk you through it, but uh, definitely read those terms because it will dictate uh, ultimately what the outcome is nine times out of 10. So with that, John, I want to thank our listeners. Uh, Appreciate you guys for making us number one construction law podcast in the world. Stay tuned next week for another episode of law and mortar. We're going to have a lot of great stuff for you. Some closeout stuff for the end of the year. So it should be a great episode. So with that, John, uh, I will say goodbye to our listeners, and uh, I'll I'll give it over to you. All right. As always, say goodbye. Thank you for all the uh,
0: year plus of listening and, as Trent said, making us number one. Uh, I really enjoy hearing the comments and the questions coming in, so please keep them coming.
1: Yep, absolutely. You guys take care. We'll see you next week. Bye now.